This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. We're going on big journeys. This is the story of the most wonderful, horrible, turbulent, and terrific chapter of my life. And seeing others come to an end. Absolutely incredible. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on President's Day, Monday, February 19th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. There was lots of love for Bob Marley One Love at the box office this weekend. The biopic of the reggae singer and musician debuted in number one, performing better than projections with an estimated $33.2 million for the four-day President's Day weekend. Sony's Madam Web opened in second, below hopes for the Marvel title, with $17.6 million. Argyle landed in third with $5.55 million. Migration went up a spot to fourth with $5 million. And The Beekeeper is still buzzing, rounding out the top five with $3.9 million. And a couple milestones to report. Mean Girls crossed the $100 million worldwide mark this weekend, while Timothy Chalamet's Wonka topped $600 million globally. And I've got some more winners to tell you about. These from Sunday's BAFTA Awards, where Oppenheimer was the big winner. The Christopher Nolan film led the pack with seven overall victories, including director, as well as best film, an award it is also likely to take at the Oscars on March 10th. Several front-running acting contenders in the current awards race also won big at the BAFTAs, including Poor Things' Emma Stone, The Holdover star Davey and Joy Randolph, and Oppenheimer's Robert Downey Jr., and they are all likely to repeat at the Oscars as well, as the group shares significant crossover membership. Oppenheimer's Killian Murphy took Best Actor over The Holdover's Paul Giamatti, who had been on a streak as of late. The Zone of Interest also picked up a couple honors for Best British Film, Best Film Not in English, language and best sound, while Anatomy of a Fall and American Fiction took home the original and adapted screenplay honors, respectively. You can see the full list of winners and show highlights at EW.com. And turns out, not everyone wants their 15 minutes of late-night fame. After being featured in a new segment on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Representative George Santos is suing the late-night host for his alleged misuse of Santos's cameo videos. The former congressman filed a civil lawsuit against Jimmy Kimmel on Saturday, accusing him of using fake names to represent himself while inducing Santos to create videos intended to ridicule his, quote, gregarious personality, those reports according to the Associated Press. The lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York names Kimmel, ABC, and the Walt Disney Company as defendants and alleges copyright infringement, fraud, breach of contract, and unjust enrichment. Santos is seeking at least least $750,000 in damages. The suit specifically cites the decision to employ the personal use license on Cameo, despite the show's intention to broadcast the videos on television. Representatives for ABC, Disney, and Kimmel did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. For more on all of those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. 
Today's number three pick is the season one finale of The Irrational, starring Jesse L. Martin as behavioral scientist Alec Mercer. His ability to understand how human behavior can sometimes be, well, irrational, leads him to work with law enforcement, the government, and even corporations to solve perplexing mysteries. In the finale, he and Mara Hill's Marissa are inching toward finding the culprit behind a church bombing. Here is a very quick tease for the season finale. Someone in the FBI is responsible for the church bombing. Something happened that night you've been running from ever since. Who would use a hate crime to cover up a murder? Well, there is a lot to wrap up before The Irrational closes the books on its first season tonight at 10 on NBC and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. Trivia. It's trivia time. Jesse L. Martin is an accomplished actor of both stage and screen, but on TV, he has often played characters in law enforcement. He, of course, did this in nearly 200 episodes of Law & Order, as well as The Irrational. But on what other show did Martin appear on more than 150 episodes as a police officer? Was it Blue Bloods, Reno 911, or The Flash? Stick around for the answer. Playing a fictionalized version of a real-life figure is a different beast than taking on an invented character. That process is laid bare in our number two pick, the new documentary Becoming King. The movie follows David Oyelowo's long journey to play Martin Luther King Jr. in Selma. Now, getting into the character of a real-life figure is certainly different, but it is a whole other thing still when you're playing a towering, monumental figure like Dr. King. The seven-year journey to bring the important 1965 March to Life is chronicled here with behind-the-scenes footage, home videos, and new interviews. Here's a preview. This deal is done, and this is cash flow by the end of the month. You're finally doing it? It looks that way. So the movie's called Selma, right? Mm-hmm. How long no, have you been working on it again? Well, seven years ago. It's a lot. In 2014, I was blessed with the opportunity in Selma to play the most influential civil rights leader of the 20th century, Dr. Martin Luther King. I knew that it was destiny, and I wanted to be a part of that. This had been a seven-year dream journey. The looming cloud was always budget. Selma was always going to be in the region of $20 million. That's a tough ask. There weren't very many movies out there that were just about black people. Everybody doesn't always My mom would often talk about you are going to walk among kings. So many people in this industry wait for permission to act, but that is not him and never has been him as long as I've known him. This is the story of the most wonderful, horrible, turbulent, and terrific chapter of my life. Well, Oyelowo's emotional journey, directed by the actor's wife, Jessica Oyelowo, can be seen when Becoming King starts streaming on Paramount Plus today. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch. We'll be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Sure, there are lots of great shows in TV history, but if you're picking the most iconic, most important show ever, you'd at least have to discuss a show that premiered on February 19th, 1968. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood arrived this week in entertainment history, bringing the singular kindness, empathy, and understanding that Fred Rogers offered children across the country. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. There is no doubt that Fred Rogers is one of TV's most influential icons, and you can celebrate that with the documentary about his life, Won't You Be My Neighbor?, which is available to stream on Netflix. The NFL season might be over, but some fantasy leagues have yet to declare a champion. Today's number one pick is the finale of America's Got Talent Fantasy League. At the start of the season, the show's four judges, Simon Cowell, Mel B, Heidi Klum, and Howie Mandel, built their own fantasy teams out of contestants from past seasons of AGT. Well, last week, the 10 finalists performed, and all that's left is to find out who wins the $250,000 prize when the results are announced on this week's finale. Here is a listen at the judge and crowd reaction to contortionist Sophie Dosey's final performance. Have a listen. Incredible. Okay, oh, so Sophie much. just learned this like two weeks ago. This new contraption. Yes. I don't know. I want to call it the wheel of death or something crazy. <laughs> Love that name. And, you know, That's you awesome. are so strong, so innovative, and so beautiful. I mean, this was a perfect act. Oh, thank you so much. Perfect. Thank you so much, Heidi. Simon. That was incredible. I mean, seriously, Sophie, I remember the first time we saw you seven or eight years ago, and we thought, yeah, what a talented person. Now, to see that eight years later, and it's homegrown, that's what you call stepping it up for a final. I mean, big time. Thank you so much. My gosh. We'll find out who is going to walk off with a quarter of a million dollars on the America's Got Talent Fantasy League finale tonight at 8 on NBC and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. Trivia. 
And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Jesse L. Martin has often played characters who are in law enforcement like he did on Law & Order and on his new show, The Irrational. But on what other show has he appeared on more than 150 episodes as a police officer? Blue Bloods, Reno 911, or The Flash? Well, while we would love to see Martin ham it up on Reno 911, he starred on the CW's The Flash. And that, folks, is it for our show today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, watch.